Welcome to Vinyl Verdict. I'm Bell. I'm Jamie. I'm Ploof. And this is a show that uh, could be heard across the ocean. Wow. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Just We're like a sea ocean. shanty. Even inside the ocean. Exactly. Who it's... lives in a pineapple under the sea? I don't know. I don't know. Who? SpongeBob SquarePants. Thank God. I was stressed out, Jamie. <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't prepared for a question. I didn't know who lived in the ocean. <laughs> but this album uh, we're talking about this week is The Mollusk by Ween. Ween. Which, if you've never heard of them before, shame on you. Listen to the Radiohead episode because I mentioned three bands I listened to. Ween. Weird Al, Bare Naked Ladies, Ween. Mm-hmm. And then Radiohead. <laughs> Great episode. <laughs> but uh, it's weird that that's one of my childhood bands because you'll find out this episode that Ween is very weird. Yeah. Yeah. They're not normal, but no. my dad liked them, so I liked them because sure. that's how being a child works. You like what your parents like because they don't listen to the other music. I have a couple of their albums. I've got Quebec. Yeah, it's fire. It's a great album. It is. Yeah. Little Cucaracha. I have that one. <laughs> wow. Ween is comprised of Pennsylvanians and high school friends Aaron Freeman and Mickey Melchiondo. But when performing as Ween, they go by Gene and Dean Ween, respectively. And they started back in 1984, so they've been around for a long, long, long time. time. Yeah. Oh, this is one of their later albums, then, because this is like 97, right? Yeah. 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 This so is it's like their, their, their second six, studio album. So it's their sixth album, the... but their fourth professionally recorded yeah. album. Okay. Um, but Ween is an alt rock band. But I'd say a lot of their stuff is more psychedelic bong rock. Sure. And I think that clarification is important because their music is very unique. Weird. Sure. Very weird. Uh, to showcase the weirdness, here are some song names uh, that I listened to growing up, like Pissing in the Wind, yep. Bananas and Blow, Don't mm-hmm. Where You Eat, The HIV Song, and Flies on My <laughs> And those aren't the only weird song names. I just didn't want to censor any more than I had to. <laughs> Pink Eye on My Leg. That's oh, yeah. on this one, yeah. That's on this album. My fun story about Ween is it actually witnessed the event that led to the band breaking up. Oh, so what? back in 2011, my mom went and I went and saw Ween, and I was stoked briefly because they were pretty late. And then as soon as Gene got on stage, it was clear he was wasted. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. From what I remember, he didn't play any instrument for almost the entire thing until his band left him on stage because he laid on the stage singing, which was just babbling and speaking and singing in like nonsense. Uh, well, the band played as if he was singing regularly, and it was really uncomfortable because, yeah, the band just left at one point. Wow. And Gene was there by himself trying to perform the last songs solo with an out-of-tune guitar, and it did not go well. And at one point, he just said, BC Weed is really something. Uh, and it uh, must have uh, been because they ended up breaking up later that year. Uh, and part of it was that his like addiction to drugs and alcohol was destroying his life. And he's yeah. like, I need to leave the band because this is bad for me. And Dean found out through a Facebook post that he had made being like, I'm no longer in Ween. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think you just leave Ween. This is a lifelong commitment. Like, you can't just leave the band. But I guess we're not making music anymore. <laughs> so that's crazy. It happened here in Vancouver. Wow. Uh, so if you look it up on Wikipedia, it says the Vancouver incident. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. Um, but we're talking about a different album today. We're talking about The Mollusk, which is their sixth album, released back in 97. Mm-hmm. It's not my preferred Ween album, uh, but they're really hard to find. Uh, even this album's worth like 100-something Canadian. Crap, too. Uh, Quebec is like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, and I would like to have that album, but it, we went to record shows and stuff. I'd go to tables. I'm like, do you have Ween? And they're like, who? <laughs> it makes Who? sense because it's a '90s, like late '80s, early '90s, and that's kind of when we, we, uh, a so lot of stuff. Quebec is their out. 2002 album. Oh, maybe. really? Oh, uh, what? Still, yeah. And right. I bought it at a record store day in like 20, 
2009, mm-hmm. 2010, maybe. Yeah, I would love to get chocolate and cheese from 94. Great. Um, so if you're out there and you have these and you don't want them, please, please sell them to me. $200. That's what he's going to pay you. Absolutely not. But <laughs> The Mollusk, though, is not my preferred Ween album. It's not bad. And funny enough, this album inspired a man named Steve Hillenberg to create a show called SpongeBob SquarePants, mm-hmm. which is wild to me. They just like made the album. He listened to it and they he got an email, like uh, one of the band guys from Ween got an email saying, hey, I'm a marine biologist. I want to make a Bugs Bunny show based on your album. And they were like, okay. <laughs> so Ocean Man, one of the songs on this album, yeah. is in the SpongeBob SquarePants movies. And they actually wrote a song for the show called Loop De Loop about tying her shoes, yeah. which is the song that taught me how to tie my shoes. Oh, I had cool. no idea that it was by Ween until like uh, years later. Uh, but it's super crazy. Uh, very random. This is a good album. It's fine. It actually, you know, speaking of reviews, we talked about it in the Audio Slave mm-hmm. uh, record no episode. Mm-hmm. I looked at the reviews on this one. Reviewed much higher. This is a pretty well-reviewed album. Pitchfork giving it a 9.7 out of 10. And that's great because they're a music publication that actively hates music. They do. And they said it's tied for the best album of 1997, which to it, me... What was another album that came out in 97? I can't even think of one. Probably Prozac many. Did no, that come out in 97? No, I don't think so. Yeah. But uh, I don't agree with that. But hey, teach their own. This is a very weird album. I don't know if I'd say it's like eh, the top of anybody's list, but hey, good for them. What did you guys think of Ween? Have you ever listened to them before? I mean, Jamie obviously has. Had you? Please. I have never listened to Ween before. It's a band that, like, obviously I've heard the name of lots. Um, I just never got into it. I don't know. Partly because of the name. I'm like, Ween. That sounds weird. And I just never got into well, it. Well, their logo is the Mighty Boognish. If that helps uh, with I anything. I gotta look this up. <laughs> Jamie, what about you? How'd you discover Ween? A uh, buddy of mine likes Ween. Wow. And I like things that are weird. And Ween this is very This would fit up your alley then. Um, I also got really big into They Might Be Giants at the same time. Oh, really? Uh, oh, the, uh, they're another weird band. They do a song called Particle Man, which yeah. is a song about a guy who's so small that you can't see him. <laughs> yeah. And they ask the question, when he's in water, does he get wet? Or does water get him instead? Which is a great question. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think water gets him, but uh, <laughs> you know what? Maybe. Um, I thought it was interesting, very much interesting. Mm-hmm. I I like. <clears throat> I'm a big like Primus fan, and these guys remind me of Primus in like a few ways. Um, particularly, at least for this album, because it's so like sea shanty and ocean oriented. Uh, Coattails of a Dead Man is like very sea shanty mm-hmm. and so that was like instantly reminding me of primus um yeah, Coattails of a dead man is very sea shanty yeah yeah, Co- yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. um yeah. so i i think that i might like other albums more um i i thought this was neat and i probably scored it higher than you might expect yeah. i don't think it's a 9.7 out of right. 10 that's kind that of is wild to me as a like, ween fan i'm like I, whoa okay yeah. rolling stone gave it three out of five stars that's about that right. sounds yeah that mm. sounds more correct um yeah, I, I don't know. I like the whole sea shanty vibe. Like, I sure. love... Yeah, it's uh, an interesting concept just yeah. to be ocean-based. Yeah. And they really play within that concept loosely. Like, it hits a lot of different angles. Yes. But, yeah, it's odd. That's um, <laughs> yeah, a weird-ass album. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> some, 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 like, full three-plus-minute tracks feel like full interludes mm-hmm. to me because they don't feel like the rest of the album mm-hmm. uh like at all so it's kind of like kind of an issue i had at uh, least another song is super long so it's 14 yeah. songs long but it's only 44 minutes uh compared to the hour and five minute yeah. audio which is also, that was also 14, 14 yeah. songs long I've, apparently this is uh dean ween's favorite album he made as well yes. yeah no good yeah. <clears throat> yeah a lot of the songs uh we'll talk about when we go to the breakdown they'll be like this 
is like what we want to be known for or like cool. other musicians and stuff like that say like some of these songs are you know pretty pretty impactful which again is wild to me but uh there are some bangers in here i i can respect them trying to do something unique and interesting mm-hmm. um quite a bit actually. then you will like any other of their albums because they have a country themed album I, maybe i would honestly honestly yeah. maybe i would it, it very well could be a band that i just like never listened to but would have loved especially mm-hmm. yeah listening to alongside other weird bands like primus mm-hmm. um <clears throat> i think one thing that they're kind of missing on this album that would really pull it together and maybe it's on there but i didn't hear it but like a hurdy-gurdy oh sure and, yeah you know there's a couple songs on here i have or there's one we'll talk about that i think could maybe be kind of applicable or in that same headspace at least yeah yeah it's it's a minor thing and honestly we probably only know of that because it's been more mainstream in the last few mm-hmm. years especially with um the pirate game uh sea of thieves, sea of sea of thieves, thieves yeah. yeah or uh assassin's creed black flag yeah yep. so yeah. i maybe that's they just didn't know what it was i mean i can't yeah. say i blame them honestly but i think that that kind of noise really would have fit in a few of the more sea shanty tracks bloof you you drive a 2003 Honda Civic, do you know? 2004. Oh, it's a 2004. License okay. plate yeah. L4. <laughs> uh, uh, Ocean Man was featured in the commercials for the 2003 Honda Civic. I really? That. That's yeah. so random. I saw that. That is so It was funny. used a lot. I was surprised as well. Uh, it's got a ton of plays compared to the other tracks. It became a meme in 2015. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't on Vine, so I don't know what the meme okay. was. But Vine it did was get around in two, two th- I thought they shut it down before then. I can't no. remember, dude. Maybe that's near the end, but yeah. So that's why it has. It's the Ween's most played song by yeah by a lot by a lot. Other ones are like six to ten million or something, and then yeah, that one's and that like one hundred million or whatever. It's the best song in the album. Mm, arguable. I don't know if it's my favorite. I like it a lot, but it's very fun. It's yes. But speaking of, should we give it one last listen? Yeah. Why not? Very weird start to the album. I'm dancing the show <laughs> you didn't tonight. Say what an album! <laughs> <laughs> what an album! Uh, not when it starts with this because it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a weird song. It's so unsettling. It's a creepy cover of a Christmas song from the '50s. It's oh. by the girl who says, sings "I, I want, want an elephant, hippop- hippopotamus for yeah. elephant, yeah. hippopotamus for Christmas," and they have like a two-year-old singing parts of it. But they sing. I think they said they have twelve people sing, but then they change the timing on all of it. So that's. Like they're not all at the same time. So it's, it's like very a round? dreamy. No, it's just like they're they're like it might be slow. One person slightly slowed pace. down. Yeah, oh, yeah. So it's not paced well. So okay. yeah, and like the some of the lyrics overlap each other, mm-hmm. and it's just like creepy. In it's a like way. a horror movie. I don't like yeah. it at all. It's very unsettling. It's I don't like, like clown you... music. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mind clowns. They're not that scary. But the music, nah, or like a fair music. I really yeah. like fair the music. intro. I really like it. Really, I think it sets the scene, whether it sounds pleasant or not. Yeah, um, it sets the I, scene I don't for really. What, and the funny thing is, I don't really think it does. Like, I don't think it sounds great, but it really puts me no, in like the headspace. I don't uh, dislike the song. It's just unsettling. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> I think that the nautical theme is readily apparent. Um, yeah, it just puts me in a like headspace. Sure. And it really. I didn't know what the hell I was getting into with this album. The album art's super cool. <laughs> the name mm-hmm. is weird. Both the band and the album. Um, but yeah, I I didn't like it at first. I listened to it a second time, and then I was like, okay, 
I kind of get what they're doing now, and I actually like really liked it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is the first time I've actually listened to the entire album front to back. Oh, because cool. when I was a kid, I had mini discs. Yeah. My dad would just like pick songs and totally. put it on it for me. Yeah. So some of these songs were on it, but I'd never listen to it so like that first song especially i was like what yeah but then it goes into the second song which is the mollusk and i i like this a lot i like the flute or whatever is making that noise in the background yeah, a little sense or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, um i like the use of vocal effects to separate the two different characters talking to each other yeah uh and though i've complained about story like songs previously there's something about the flow and the way that they're singing it that it just like the pacing and the short verses sure. make it kind of work for me um yeah i find the i like the solo uh, around 130. I don't know if that's keyboards or, or what, but I, I like that a lot. And then I like the spoken word. No, I don't like the spoken that's word. That's done right after. I don't normally. Yeah. I honestly normally like strongly dislike spoken word, even like when the Chili Peppers do it. But I don't know. I thought it was just a really trippy ending. This kind of reminds me overall. of Atlantis by Donovan. I haven't heard that. Oh. Do you remember that? Where it's just yeah, like yeah. talking about uh, way down below the ocean. But he's just like speaking about Atl- Atlantis is a beautiful world where people are free to live under the sea. And it's like, it kind of reminds me of this song. <laughs> you don't like Donovan? I like Donovan. I don't, it, From the 50s. It's wild. Wow, I never I listened. No, Donovan was popular in the mid-60s. Same thing. Yeah. Anything before the 70s, it's the same Basically decade. Basically the same. Yeah. Era, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I bought a Donovan album recently. It has Catch wow. the Wind on it, which is it like... Does a Atlantis. Catch the Wind. It does not. Catch the Wind is a great song. How do you catch the wind? With a nets? jar. Uh, he <laughs> asked about that several times in the, in the song. Okay, I'll have to listen um, to it. Yeah, I don't know. I like The Mollusk. It was a great song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you feel about Polka Dot Tail, though? Uh, yeah, it's but, another kind of unsettling song. Yeah, it's kind of... Again, it's the, the clowny music. And then all of a sudden it just being like, Billy. And then it restarts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I read a theory that this is about somebody with dementia. Oh. So it's like them snapping out of it and like calling for somebody. Oh, and that's okay. why at the end they're like, help me. That's uh, crazy. Which is, again, very unsettling, which is like, uh, tell me it ain't so. Help me. <laughs> like yeah. All of a sudden it goes back to this like flowy music is because they're like just stuck in telling the same story over, over and over and again, over which over. is why it, yeah. it's only two verses that just play twice i yeah i actually i really like the lyrics mm-hmm. um on this one i i hadn't even thought about that that way that's really cool um my only problem is that it sounds very experimental beatles era to me mm. oh Interesting. sure yeah. Yeah. okay so yeah. i that was yeah i liked it uh-huh. but i was i just thought it sounded a bit too much like yeah that era of it beatles. totally does uh-huh yeah there's actually, a couple I like I think it more now that I think that. I, yeah, I think yeah, there's too, one or two more tracks that are on this album that I had the exact same thought I'm like this is experimental oh. era Beatles like to a T number um, eight but... number eight no no, <laughs> no number, number nine number nine, number, yeah. nine. <laughs> number eight is from the Simpsons yeah. <laughs> that's a little that's a little too experimental I mean more like I don't know just after they did a bunch like of a day in the life yeah okay. yeah Eleanor Rigby yeah. kind of weird stuff oh, Eleanor these... Rigby is a great song I mean it's a great song yeah. but yeah I'll be your journey on the spot though. great song I like this a lot. Oh, 10 out of 10. I did not like it as a kid, but now I just get going every single time. Yeah. I'll be slapping my steering wheel while I'm driving. I'll be your giant in the spot. And I love the fast but really subdued instrumentation yeah. on like it. it's like muted guitar palm mutes or something. Uh, what is a Mopar cam? A what? Oh, okay, okay. So <laughs> so Mopar? it doesn't make any sense. Uh, um, a Chevy with a Mopar cam. Okay, so oh. a Chevy with a Mopar cam doesn't make any sense. So a Chevy is like a General Motors product. Sure. And a <laughs> yes. Mopar cam is a Chrysler product. Oh, so uh, I read a bunch You're of theories. Jamie. Yeah. Okay. So so I read a bunch of theories that this guy is just like he doesn't know what he's got. He's just bullshit. 
Mm. So he's just like, I got a Chevy with Mopar cam. And he's like, oh, okay. Or then other people were like, oh, oh maybe he makes it sense. sounds like a Hemi. Oh, maybe it sounds like, maybe he's got a car- Chevy like that, that sounds cool. that first theory, though, that he's just talking out of his ass. Because yeah. he's like, I'll be there. Like Johnny Spot's like, somebody's at your service. He's like, I'll yeah. be at your service. Don't worry. I've got a car. Yeah, it's got a Mopar cam. Like, he's, yeah. he's just. Chevy with yeah, Mopar don't worry about it. Don't yeah. worry about yeah, it. Don't worry I got about this. it. Um, I like the Cynthia guitar solo around a minute mark. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just gets me going every single time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great. It's a. It's an interesting line. I, I like. Like I thought about that when I heard it. I was like, oh yeah. That's... I purposely didn't look it up because I'm like Jamie will know. Yeah, <laughs> I got a Chevy with the Mopar can. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, uh, mutilated lips though. That's a great song. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, I really like it. It's about being on LSD and how he's with someone who's unattractive and he's getting oh. the LSD's making her lips and face look distorted oh. and mutilated. Uh, but I love it. It's like, do you want another hit? And yeah, you wish. It's like somebody asking him for more LSD, and he's like, no. No. <laughs> You're not having any more of mine. But it's trance-like. It's psychedelic. It's simple and catchy. It's got everything for me. <laughs> uh, I, I like another song about people with messed up faces um, by another band called Pixies. They have a song called Broken Face. Wow. Um, Did you break it, their face? No, but it's just like it's it's just like a guy who's got a messed up face, and all the lyrics are about a guy with a messed up oh, face. Oh, that's mean. Um, no, it's just like <laughs> yeah. sounds like a Beastie Boy song. <laughs> no, it, it, it's it's not in a mean spirited way. It's just like he's like it's like the mutilated lips way. Yeah, yeah, this is the same thing. It's more like just an observation of like this yeah. girl's not really that attractive, and her face is wild on LSD. Yeah. <laughs> I, re- I really liked it, but I actually really thought it sounded like a Mars Volta song, to be honest. Oh, oh your song like and Mars Volta. I, like it I don't know. Yeah. I found the singing was like really kind of what Cedric kind of does sometimes. Um, and the lyrics are all weird as hell. Yeah, they mean nothing. Yeah. It's just like literally you're on LSD. And, totally. Yeah. I like know. the song less now that I think it's <laughs> it's like the, It's like them if they had just more standard instrumentation in the background. So one thing um, about this and Johnny on the Spot and kind of a thing with Ween in general is they do a lot of the word sounds like what they mean, but it has an alternate meaning. So like they just drop this random person's name, but it has like, um, if you mishear it, it has the actual meaning of what they're trying to say. So what? there's another song where they say something that sounds like Ubermensch, uh, which is like a, a Nazi whole thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's like just a combination of words to make it sound like that. Like it's oh. a very interesting thing where it's like, it adds to the surrealism, maybe like a Mars Volta song where it's like, well, that's why there's just a bunch of theories on what these songs right. mean because it's like there's no they refuse to say yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of it. Yeah. Or they're like, I don't know. Yeah. So it's people just I don't remember. crafting. Oh, we've talked about it once before and you yeah. have no clue where or when and they never bring it up again. Yeah, that's cool. But uh yeah, find me the skull of Holly Sally's eye instead of one and it kind of leads into this next oh, line. Oh, f- find like me that. the the you know, Haile Selassie? Yeah, Haile Selassie eye give my shoes so I can because their name is yeah, Holly Selassie the first the or whatever. First, yeah. So there's a few of these King lines where it kind of like blends over, and they use this misreading of whatever proper thing to continue the lyrics. That's I think cool. Highly Selassie is the guy the Rastafarians worship. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. He was the king of Ethiopia. That's cool. There you go. I thought Rasta was Jamaica. Yeah. Ethiopia. Yeah. They they worship Highly Selassie as like the king, like the coming of the second coming of Christ, which is baffling to me <laughs> and they did it while he was alive too which is really weird yo he died in 1975 but they were doing it like from the 30s on what mm. uh, a young a young man yeah great song uh blarney stone a sea shanty this is can't i don't listen to sea shanties this is now. catchy yeah this is so catchy they just made a convincing pirate song it's not 
a cover. They did a pirate they voice, too. Yeah. yeah. And I like the crowd sounds yeah. because this is a longer song at three minutes. I don't know if shanties are usually long, but I don't want to listen to them very long. But the crowd sounds and like singings and harmonies, three minutes is a longer song. <laughs> they really add to the song, uh, and it makes me not want to skip when it's just like, mm-hmm. it feels like you're in a bar swaying with your arms around yeah. the people around you, talking about the Blarney Stone like you're an Irishman. Yeah. I don't know. It reminds it's, me of like really Celtic punk rock bands like uh, Dropkick, Murphys. Dropkick Murphys, Flogging Molly, um, uh, House of Pain. mostly just due to the chaos in the background and yeah the way the guy's singing along with the whole like blarney stone theme and everything and apparently Um, they uh the improv the last verse where he's like i've got ooze in my pores my feet are wet i got mold in my ears but i'm dead yet they'll just like create new afflictions every single time (laughs) yeah i really like the accordion uh the accordion in it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah they make it they did a really good job of making it sound full and and live like you're actually in the crowd and it's not just a yes never since weird al has accordion improved his song so much (laughs) (laughs) it's up there with eat it that's strong praise (laughs) uh next is a regular song it's gonna be all right it's gonna be a good song in in parentheses it's gonna be all right all right so this song was written after Gene got broken up with. Oh, oh yeah. So it actually just is a heartbreak song, which yeah. is odd after these kind of concept songs and odd songs. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it, though. It's good. It's not really anything yeah, I don't that have, I love. I don't have a ton of thoughts. It's a good song. Yeah, I like it's it. a good song. I think that my only problem is I, I didn't really feel like it fits the nautical theme at all. No. Um, there's a few tracks that just kind of didn't to me. The lyrics are nice. I I like the song. So that's and that's kind of what made me start thinking. Oh, maybe I like Ween's older stuff. Mm-hmm. If that's not like tied to a theme, right? Because this yeah. does have a lot of heartbreak songs in the album, but not so far. So yeah. it just kind of like is a heartbreak song, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting. But yeah, it's fine. Uh, next is the Golden Eel. <laughs> yeah, great song. This song so good. <laughs> grew on me every single playthrough. Yeah. It's about Gene being high on shrooms, sitting in the dark, watching oh, his yeah. roommate's pet eel. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's just it's good song, and I love it's like. Uh, uh, the chorus is like I can't repeal the words of the golden eel it's just pretty much just like him trying he can't explain why he's staring at the eel yeah <laughs> that's like the whole point is like I don't know why I can't tell you how I'm communicating with this eel or what he's saying yeah he's just enjoying the eel oh god I like I, this song a lot I really like it I really I thought the lyrics were super cool and weird yeah um, I like the like closed symbol on the drums on the chorus or maybe oh, it's a yeah, tambourine okay. or something yeah. I'm not sure but it's that like yeah that closed it just symbol gets kind of so sound. epic yeah like yeah. the last verses yeah. just start piling up. The ending is very spooky. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Up next is Cold Blows the Wind. Sure does. Which is a cover of an old English folk song called The Unquiet Grave about a man grieving about his dead lover and her spirit not being able to find rest because of it. But here the genders are switched. Oh, okay. That's cool. Because I even wrote, like, I wonder where they got the inspiration from. Because, yeah, I thought it was just a very old, sad sea shanty or something. Yeah, no, it's been covered apparently a lot of times. Because I clicked, like, the Wikipedia article on this song. And it directs to, like, the English folk song. And it has a list of every band who's ever covered it. And it's, like, different versions of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Uh, This is fine. I'd skip it. Really? just boring. Uh, But I do like the song gets louder as the song progresses till it's, like, pretty darn loud at the end. I like the spooky low notes in the background that mm. kind of pick up sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just a synth or what they're doing, but it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because this is the first album that Ween played where it wasn't just the two of them and a drum machine. Yes, oh. this is the first one they had an actual band. That's cool. So they they both play guitar, I believe, mm. 
and they just had a drum machine yeah before. sure um and now they have a whole band um and they, they really make good use out of it mm-hmm. especially on this track where it gets really loud at the end which i thought was kind of cool and the spooky notes you're talking yeah about. i didn't notice until i was like on my second or third listen just to get any final notes and i was like skipping through the song because i don't really like it and i was like oh there's like a big audio difference when yeah. you skip mm-hmm. through the song like it gets it ramps up pretty pretty loud pink eye on my leg now this is speaking of songs i'm gonna skip Bark, 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 bark. Yeah, the dog barking. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about the dog like, It's just a three-minute interlude of uh, right? nothing. Right? Dogs barking and then a guy going, uh, and then the, it ends. It's like, what? It, it's also weird in that I don't see a lot of hyphenated titles like this. It's like pink eye hyphen on my leg. Mm-hmm. You see parentheses all the time. Uh, so on Spotify, it's in parentheses. Really? Uh, and on the album itself, it's in parentheses. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I came in. Cut that out. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm moving in. People need to know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, lots of parentheses, yeah. I put in parentheses in my notes. I don't like this song. I think it could be <laughs> background music in a game from the 90s. Like This yeah. reminds me of like Katamari Damacy or something like that. Uh, whereas like like a really weird and kind of psychedelic out there game with just like a f- nonsense weird track mm-hmm. um i don't hate it honestly it's the dog barking if there was no dog barking in uh i probably actually would have liked it yeah but the dog barking starts just after a minute into I, this three it, minute song yeah, and know. it does it not stop going. i know just I the know. dog is barking <laughs> what's the dog doing <laughs> barking dog doing? it's on this track dropping <laughs> fire beats <laughs> and then we get waving my dick in the wind wow Story of my life. A song about a guy who's drunk, making a fool of himself yeah. with the girl he likes. Funny lyrics. Yeah. yeah, I like it. It's fun, fast. I like the drums. I like the tune. Uh, yeah, very classic, but with dumb modern lyrics. This mm-hmm. is what I wrote. I'm lost in the sauce once again. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like lost in the sauce, I thought, was a more modern saying. So I thought it was funny mm-hmm. to hear just being like, I'm lost in the sauce once again. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, same, man. <laughs> drinking the wobbly pops. <laughs> drinking those wobbly Love pops. wobbly pop. Uh. Then it's uh, Buckingham Green, which is one of their more famous songs really? uh, or well-known songs, and another one they're really proud of. Because apparently it was just really short, and then Gene played the guitar riff that comes in like halfway through the song, and they were like, "Holy, that was um, that's the that's, best thing you've ever played." That's we need that to make classical a full thing. kind of guitar riff that comes in around a minute, right? Yeah, and they're yeah, like, "We need good. to make this a full thing." That was good, and yeah. they didn't really add lyrics, but uh, they just like expanded on that. Uh, instrumental. This was another one that I thought was like experimental Beatles era or maybe a David Bowie song or something is mm. what it kind of reminded me of. Um, I like the string instruments near the end quite a bit. And then, yeah, that like classical guitar that comes in about halfway through. Yeah, it's pretty like, solid. It feels like it should be in a movie. Like it's a movie soundtrack with the ramp up, sure. the big percussion, the violins, all of it comes together perfectly for an emotional ending verse, though it is just the same as the beginning verses. It feels different after everything's added. My only complaint is that it just kind of ends. Though I do like the weird, like, falling ending synth or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the Beatles. Yeah. And with all the weird magical chord. Yeah, totally. Ocean Man. The Great. song you've all song. been waiting for. <laughs> Great song. It's my favorite song as a kid. And yeah, it got turned into a meme. It's now the most <laughs> famous song. I, yeah, it's good. This is the song that inspired SpongeBob. You can't complain. This is the only one that i heard and i was like oh i think i've heard this before yeah, of course yeah. yeah i love the mandolin like oh yeah, 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 it, yeah i don't know if i'd ever like they really play mandolin on any other album i don't yeah. think i've ever heard it in a ween song and yet it fits so perfectly 
in a song about a drunk tan guy talking about the wonder of the ocean. <laughs> Just like a man who's weathered by the brine of the sea and the sand and the uh, abrasion. Just being like, look at the ocean, man. It's like, oh, it's crazy. A++. I, it's not my favorite track on the album. I don't like his singing through a lot of it. Um, I don't know why. Maybe I just don't like his voice on this track in particular. But um, it also, I just, I, I think the lyrics fit the album perfectly. But I don't feel like the rest of the song fits with the other stuff they're doing. Mm. I don't know. It's, uh, it's just so like happy and upbeat. And the rest of the album just isn't. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't think it really fits. But otherwise, like, yeah, the, the ocean lyrics and everything, it's all great. But... And this is another one with the misheard lyric where oh. Oberman is not a word. Oh. Uh, it's, again, the reference to the Uber. Uberman? Yeah. Wow. They just said Oberman. <laughs> why are they doing that? The Nazis? Uh, I hope not. No, Uberman is not a, an inherently Nazi yeah, thing. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. I refuse to look it up. Sorry, viewer. <laughs> Listener, not on my Wi-Fi. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) on the list. Uh, Then the album ends with "She Wanted to Leave." The reprise, a song about a guy getting cucked by three pirates. L plus ratio. Just kidding. She left on her own, and she's like, "Leave me alone, (laughs) please, leave me alone." The guy telling the story is not reliable and is in love with her, but she is not with him. It's interesting because this is the reprise to a song that was cut from the album, which I find in. Interesting that they would include the reprise to a song that doesn't exist yeah. on, the, on, the, on the album. That's why it's not labeled reprise. No, it is. What? Yeah. My list didn't label it as a reprise. She uh, wanted to leave the reprise. That's wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the story and like how it ends with him like turning to alcohol and stuff like this. But it ends with a hidden song, which yeah. is the creepier version of the intro. The very windy fade out. I was actually like in the other room in the kitchen while this is playing on vinyl. And it started playing. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I thought I was going to end with a scream. I thought it was going to be a jump scare or like that I had repeat on my record player and something was wrong. It freaked me out. Uh, but I do, again, like the story. And it kind of fits the ending with the surreal, fair bar music of him like succumbing to alcoholism in this bar, filling his drink to the rim. And he's just so wasted that like that music is distorted and awful. But yeah. I... I expect a jump scare every time. I hate it. Mm. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what all I wrote. What said it goes back to a sea shanty with a very long, weird, windy fade out, and then the end. Cool. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm listening in my ear to the creepy clown music. Yeah, because uh, it's a slow build. Like it's a last minute and a half yeah. of the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's pretty interesting. But so, there was another album that they put out. After this one came out, put called out the Mollusk Sessions. Yes, yeah, so it was the demos. Yeah, it's the demos and some of the cut songs, and which includes She Wanted to Leave, the not reprise. Oh, is it better? I don't know. I don't listen to it. <laughs> I don't listen to it either. Uh, it's just 40 minutes long, so it's almost as long as the entire album. Wow. Uh, they cut a lot? Mm-hmm. Well, there's like different versions of like Waving My Dick. Oh, and sure. And, yeah. You know. So anyway, there you go. Classic. So let's talk about the album itself. The front is a like Cronenberg sea monster of sea sea creatures. Uh, And the artwork's actually done by the guy who did The Dark Side of the Moon and all of the Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd albums. And the Audio Slave album. And the Audio Slave album. What a correlation. Wild. Storm Thurgison. Great job. He loved the album so much when he heard it. He's like, I know you've paid me to do the album art. I want to do every art you ever make for this album for free. I won't charge you anything. 
this is a masterpiece of an album up there with Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. Holy crap. And uh, the Storm's assistant was with him at a concert for Ween, and he's like, Storm never goes to concerts. Like, he hates music, and he is what? giddy to be here. Like, he loves this album, uh, which, again, is wild to me. I guess 97 maybe was a slow year. I don't know. To think that this <laughs> that this album in particular would be the one to be like... It was this enhancing. Draw you know, people in and stuff like that. There was a lot of acid happening in the 90s. It's true. <laughs> yeah. People were going to raves and getting high on Angel Dust. Right? That, remember, that was a thing that people <laughs> PCP, were worried about? Yeah, yeah. Angel Dust. So if you look up any artwork or picture discs or anything like that, it's all by the Storm Ferguson who cool. does all this amazing art. On the back, we have the track listing and uh, an octopus tentacles and stuff like that it's cool looks like it was on a scanner like it's a uh, just yeah some stuff with black blackness yeah. yeah inside we have the jacket which is a nice kind of sea color uh it looks like if you uh look it up on spotify it looks like joji's new album it looks like the cover for that yeah, looking... and then the record itself is a fun green oh, color it's so it's like a seaweed marble yeah. trash recycling microplastics color mm. that's cool uh which is nice and it's like pollution yeah i got this back in june so actually not long ago i'd signed up for notifications on the site i was like yeah right like it'll ever come out but sure and it did uh it was only like 26 dollars. nice because you got a real pressing from yeah. an actual oh, 26 dollars us uh but the shipping and everything and taxes made it up to 60 us so <laughs> it, it got up there so i pretty much paid you know the hundred dollars that would cost canadian right. uh to get that but, hey, I didn't get it used. Uh, I got it new, and it was worth it after looking for something like this for so long. There was zero hesitation, uh, and I'll just hop. Bell, it seems like you pay a lot of money for ocean-themed albums. You got you paid like $80 for the Frank Ocean, and now you've got... <laughs> Paid almost just wait to hear how much I paid for Blonde by Frank Ocean when I pick him for a, a Vinyl Verdict episode because I love paying a lot for ocean-themed albums. Ocean you're correct. Albums. Yeah, you're right. I'll give my Vinyl Verdict. Uh, overall, I'd put this in the eighth spot above Forever by Jungle and below Crime of the Century by Supertramp. Oh, Jimmy's karate chopping his mic cord. I'm trying, uh, to, I'm trying to look at his thing. <laughs> it's a really <laughs> good album. Yeah, we'll get a website eventually. You can just look at this. Uh, it's a really good album. It's not something I'd ever really play around other people because I could see why people don't like it. Oh, yeah. I like it, but I could see this not being a liked and album. And you're a weird dude. I, oh. <laughs> uh, but the artwork is amazing. Like, this is going to be on my record wall for sure. It's something oh, I want to yeah. display. And the weird subject matter and sometimes what seems like purposely hard to listen to songs mm. Make it challenging, but it also makes it very memorable, which is very cool. Uh, yeah, there's some standout songs, but like I said, there's other Ween albums that I prefer overall. If this album tickled your fancy, definitely check out Ween, uh, Quebec, and Chocolate and Cheese are both very good albums that I think are easier yeah, entries into the fan dumb. Chamber, what do you think? Nine out of thirteen. Wow, Dang. not bad. Above I average. put it. I put it above the best. You did. <laughs> Just like every That's other. high praise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no it's a great album um big fan of um not, i would say a big fan I, I enjoy listening to ween um i like the album art on this one i think the album is fun to listen to it is occasionally challenging like bell said um i didn't hate any track on there ocean man is a great song mm-hmm. um I could do without the creepy intro and creepy outro. <laughs> um, but no, I, I enjoy Ween. 
uh, even though Ween is a weird name and makes you think you're saying weenie all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, record fairs were very challenging. Yeah. Like, Weed? Who? Who? It's oh very God. loud in here. You have to speak up. I'm like, you clearly don't know who this is. I've got to go now. <laughs> <laughs> Ween? What the hell would you want to listen to them? Mm-hmm. When they finally say the name correctly, they're like, Weezer? No. <laughs> you mean Weezer, right? No one wants a Weezer record, all right? No <laughs> one's saying Weezer. Uh, what'd you think, Blue? I was kind of torn. I really like what they're doing on a lot of tracks. Um, my main issue is that they made like a themed album, and then I really think some tracks just don't hit that theme. Mm. Um, so that's like a more stupid artistic look at if they're you know it's like a criteria kind of thing so i don't really like that but (laughs) um honestly i initially put it at like a 6.5 but i think it's more like a 7 like once we're really talking about stuff like yeah i really enjoyed the songs i really enjoyed i you rate out of a normal number out of a normal number 7 out of 10 yeah it's it's like like it's it's the same as i gave to audio slave a couple weeks ago like it's basically what rolling stone gave it to really yeah 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 yeah, three out of five Yeah. yeah um I wouldn't mind owning this album because I think the art is really cool. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, The Empyrean by John Frusciante. Oh, sure. It is, he's got this weird, I don't know, I'll show you guys after. But um, yeah, I wouldn't go out of my way to buy it, especially knowing how much it costs. Mm-hmm. But if I saw a copy for like 30 bucks, even with the crazy shipping, I'd probably be okay with it. And I'd probably pick up a copy too. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. Yeah. It's like a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Very solid. Well, next week we're listening to Jamie's pick. Oh no! <laughs> I forgot I was next. Oh um, my gosh! Okay, let's stop. Think about it. We'll do that again. Um, Editor, put it in right here. <laughs> hey, call. next week we're going to be talking about my next pick, ZZ Top's Eliminator. Ooh. They're 1980, 1980 or eighty one. Whoa! I've never listened to ZZ Top. They got the big beards, right? Yeah. yeah. Except for the guy named Frank Beard. He doesn't have one. Do they? They wear big suits into the shuffle. No. No. I saw ZZ Top. <laughs> I didn't think about the no. guitars, though. Huh. Um, I saw uh, them once. They played LaGrange twice. Yeah. Either They played it twice. The Cockroach. I have their live album. They also played LaGrange twice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do. LaGrange is a good song. Oh, that's a great song. Every girl's crazy about a LaGrange. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll, well see you next week. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. This hey. is our first episode of the New Year. That's crazy. Is it? Wow. It oh, is. crazy. Happy New Year. Cool, Jamie. Doesn't want to say happy New Year. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> <laughs>